0: Enterprise Management 360, your main source for tech news, analysis, podcasts, and videos for the enterprise. Hello and welcome to the EM360 Podcast, where we have a weekly conversation with people who are impacting the enterprise tech landscape. My name is Matt Harris, editor here at EM360 and your host on today's episode. Now today I'm joined by Chris Bosch. Chief Evangelist at Efficient IP and we're here to talk about controlling and managing shadow IT. Chris, welcome to the show.
1: Thank you, Matt, for having me. Yeah, Chris Bose, Dutch guy in Amsterdam working for Efficient IP as, as evangelist. So my background is mostly in in networking, security and automation for the last 20 plus years, dedicated to the network services area and and last couple of years in in the automation business of, you know, all kinds.
0: Nice, nice, thank you for that. So obviously, today we're here to kind of talk about shadow i t and as you know, it has the interest in it has skyrocketed in recent years. um Could you kind of just define to our audience what it actually is and what has caused this explosion in shadow i t Yeah, yeah,
1: sure, no worries um yeah shadow i t is indeed, as you said uh, it's exploding um lately a lot uh, the last couple of years, I would say, and there's a couple of reasons behind it. Um, what you see is that most, mostly enterprises have this problem where enterprises lock down lots of their networks because of security purposes. You know, there's lots of attacks, there's lots of hacking, there's lots of malware, lots of ransomware going on. So they're bogging down their network to make sure that that doesn't happen and, and make sure that it is secure. So with that comes a little bit of restriction on the user experience side. So if you bog down the network and you make it less available or less flexible in usage um you're going to miss out you know there, there will be some governance on what you can do on the network and if you see if you see what's happening with the modern generation that grew up with internet and you know mobile in your pocket and availability of any service you know they feel restricted so they're going to look for other ways to still do their jobs which is kind of a positive thing right so they want to do their jobs but they want to do it better uh, you know and if you, if, you, if you use file services on the internet use as an everyday exercise and now you're in your company you cannot do that because you' you're bogged down by a service that has less quality or is more difficult to use, you probably end up still using those services you are used to you know from home or from you know from the street with the po- with, with, with your mobile in your pocket. So what you've seen they introduce new service to the network that makes their life easier, which are maybe not governed. Uh, just because they have access to it. Uh, you know, most of these things are now in the cloud and all this kind of stuff. So what happens there, the, the usage of ungovernment, ungoverned applications and, and and tools that they use to do, do their jobs, you know, it could be an online calculator for particular things. It could be file sharing. It could be finding something on a particular website on development, uh, you know, how to do things and copy paste all kinds of stuff. This is kind of all ungoverned, but it helps you to do your job. And this ungoverned stuff—that's where shadow IT falls under. It's it's tools, it's uses of tools, it's things that happen on the network that are not governed and potentially can be dangerous. So that that's the main driver that I'm seeing, uh, you know, in, in 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 customers I talk to and in the business we are in.
0: Mm, yeah, got it. Thank you for that. And let, let's kind of centre in on some of that danger, because you know, with security teams struggling to keep track across all of their applications and systems how are cyber criminals exploiting
1: this right now so what, what happens there you can imagine if you if you use uh, you know you govern 10 applications on your network just as a, as a, as a very simple example but there, there are hundreds living on your network it means that your attack surface as they call it is larger you know it's tenfold almost right because you have now all the applications you don't know about also not the inside outs of it so you don't know if they're safe if they're secure uh, you know, it's kind of a black hole um, uh, in there. So you didn't mitigate it or you don't encompass your network for it, which means that it's maybe open for it. So the attack surface is very large because of it. So, and if the attack surface is large, you have more possibilities to attack, um, uh, you know, networks and and and, and users in general. Um, so it, it's kind of, you know, more possibilities for, you know, the, the bad actors. Uh, uh, or cyber criminals, as you call it, um, to act up on uh, you know they have more tricks in the box to use to 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 utilize any bad behavior and and I guess you know
0: clearly this is a serious issue for organizations um, so why haven't they been able to gain control over their shadow i t well
1: that's that's a very good question it's it's kind of the complexity of networks is kind of part of the problem here so mm. what you see is that Most networks are becoming more elaborate, more complex, more diverse, and it includes more devices and more device types than ever before. You know, think at IoT, which is a very popular topic at the moment, you know, we now have television sets on the network uh, doing whatever they need to do, which is another device that you maybe wanted to test before it puts on the network, but we don't have the time, resources and knowledge to do that so uh, uh, by the way there's lots of people in networks and and enterprises that just hook them up and put them on the network without IT knowing it as well right so there's, there's two ways that allow for this it's you know the freedom you have to to move around in this kind of networks but also the diversity and the sheer amount of different types of devices Uh, applications and software that you need to keep up with so you're always behind the curve because of this so gaining control is is kind of you can maybe detect it but then it's already too late because it's already happening right and prohibiting is not only technical it's also you know uh, educating and, and and make sure that people understand that you cannot do that kind of things right and you know of course there's a kind of resistance uh, what we discussed earlier in the previous question is like people will find ways to do their job or make sure that they do it as easily as possible you know they will take away restrictions because they grew up without restrictions and, and same applies here
0: got it got it and as organizations continue their digital transformation and cloud migration journeys um how will this impact their shadow it
1: so you know there's two scenarios there i would say it's it's you know even you know um you may be going to promote shadow it even more let's start with that one um because what you do is again you you you're enforcing particular governed application or services to use for your business right which are maybe not the best ones that the end user has in mind right so you know too much clicking it's complex. uh, uh, or you know in some cases it's maybe even simpler which is the positive case so it, it can actually promote shadow it again because you put up another barrier that people want to avoid right and the other one is that in some cases it's actually positive because you know if you move things in the cloud you can simplify your network you can bog down your network the possibility of going around it becomes less as well and that that's kind of the positive so in that case the shadow it will become less because you 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 rule them out and you make them useless and they are not able to use it anymore because the network is in line you know with the policy and 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 the application and services that are governed and are used and are being made available on those networks
0: got it so with all, all of that in mind then chris how can businesses start gaining control and managing their shadow it
1: well, the first thing is that lots of companies know that they have probably shadow IT, but they, they don't know the amount of it. They don't know the utilization of it. They don't know even if they have it. So the visibility aspect is, 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 is a very important one. So try to make it visible. You know, try to see if you have it. Um, so one of the biggest problems of, of larger enterprises, for example, and, and mid enterprises as well, is that they actually don't know what they have, you know, network wise, uh, you know, it's kind of a black box in that, in that essence. So they do a, a lot of good work to make it work. And you see that lots of companies are actually doing firefighting as their operational task to keep it up and running, which means that they probably don't know what they have or not good enough what they're doing. And this is kind of, you know, that's a breeding ground for shadow IT because everything is possible, right? So if you want to gain control, this visibility aspect, try to get visibility and see what's on your network and know what's on your network is a very mandatory thing to do. And there's a couple of ways of doing that. And if you look how we do it with our solutions as a FHTP is there's a couple of network services that are used by anything on the network. And I clearly mean anything, any device, any use and stuff like that. And it's called DNS, for example, which is domain name system. Uh, And just to give a quick primer on that, you know, everything uses DNS before anything happens, before any transaction on the network happens, there is a DNS call. And what is a DNS call? And I give the most example, the most simple example I tell my grandmom to understand it is, you know, you go to your browser, you type in www.company.com, which is a name, which needs to be translated to an IP address to connect to. So this call www.company.com goes to a DNS server, you know, and and we provide these kind of services, for example, which is the intent of the user, right? They want to browse to a company.com website, so it's not browsing yet; it's just a call. I need an IP address to browse yet. This information is is kind of a goldmine. So if you look at DNS, uh, all these queries for particular solutions, applications, and services, we see it first before it happens. So if we see www.youtube.com probably someone's going to watch a video. If I see www.salesforce.com, it's probably sales guys trying to do something, right? And that's before the transaction happened. And the funny thing with shadow IT is you will see the same behavior, right? So uh, a television set, and if it's a particular brand, you know, it probably starts querying the brand name um, in, in that essence. Uh, or you can see that, that file services like Dropbox is used, and if Dropbox is not governed, you will still see that it is used. So it gives you insight and it gives you visibility on what is is what is happening on the network in a very easy, central way. So taking stock and make an inventory, of what is used or baseline your network, and then rule out, say, hey, there's lots of stuff that is not governed happening. You can take action, right? Um, you can also do something with it. You, know? you can start filtering or blocking it or whatever, or take a baseline and say, hey, why are they using Dropbox and not this fabulous company file transfer service and make that kind of a discussion and see if you can optimize the usage and make your end users happy right which is a better approach i would say so if the consensus is that dropbox is a better better solution than uh, xyz you know that's a conclusion you can do something with and you can take action on so that that's a very easy to see and then you have lots of other networking uh, solutions out there that monitor and start and health and, and, and provide you information about traffic on your network. You should, you need to do a deep look on to, take stock and make an inventory. What is the baseline of my network and is it part of the governance? Right. And, and, and you will see the differ the diff as they call it, or the Delta, what is governed and what is not. And that makes things actionable. I would say, you know, not punish end users, of course, but take stock and think what you need to do, because clearly What you governed and what's out there there, there's a big difference
0: excellent excellent chris thank you so much for coming on today i really do appreciate your time no worries thank you so much for having me yeah no worries at all and thank you to everyone who listened as well we hope you took a lot away from today's podcast but for further information what we talked about please head on over to efficientIP.com. we'll be back next week with another episode in our podcast series but until then make sure you subscribe to this podcast on all major platforms Follow the conversation on our socials at em360tech on Twitter and LinkedIn. And for more great daily content, please head on over to em360tech.com.